guess who's motherfucking back? Hit him with that kill shot. You sound like a bitch, bitch. Shut the fuck up. Your fans become your haters. You done? Weird, weird. Right. You yelling at the mic. Weird, weird. Doing this once. Weird, weird. Why you yelling at the mic? Brianna just hit me on a text. Last night I left hickeys on her neck. Wait. You just dissed me, I'm perplexed. Insult me in a line, compliment me on the next. Damn, I'm really sorry you want me to have a heart attack. Was watching 8 Mile, I'm on auto track. Realized I forgot to call you back. Here's that autograph for your daughter. I wrote it on a starter cap. Stan, Stan, son, listen, man, dad isn't mad, but how you gonna name yourself after a damn gun and have a man bun? Giant smoke, eyes open, undeniable supply and smoke, got the fire stoke. Say you got me in a scope, but you grazed me. I say one called it in a scope, and you swayzy. Your reply got the crowd yelling, woo. So before you die, let's see who can out petty who with your corny lines. Slim your old Al Kelly, ooh, but I'm 45 and I'm still out selling you. By 29, I had three albums that it blew. Now let's talk about something I don't really do. Go in someone's daughter's mouth, stealing food. But you're a fucking molehill. Now I'm gonna make a mountain out of you. Ho chill, acting like you'll put the chrome barrel to my bone marrow. Gonna bitch, you ain't a bow and arrow. Say you'll run up on me like a phone bill, spraying lead, playing dead. That's the only time you hold still. Are you eating cereal or oatmeal? What the fuck's in the bowl, milk? Wheaties or Cheerios? Cause I'm taking a shit in them, Kelly. I need reading material. Dictionary. Yo, Slim, your last four albums suck. Go back to recovery. Oh, shoot, that was three albums ago. What do you know? Oops. Know your facts before you come at me, little goof. Luxury. Oh, you broke, bitch. Yeah, I had enough money in O2 to burn it in front of you, ho. Younger me, no, you to whack me. It's funny, but so true. I'd rather be 80-year-old me than 20-year-old you. Till I'm hitting old age, still can fill a whole page with a 10 year old's rage. Got more fans than you in your own city, little kitty, go play. Feel like I'm babysitting little Tay. Got the ditty okay, so you spent your whole day shooting a video just to fucking dig your own grave. Got you at your own wake, I'm the Billy Goat. You ain't never made a list. Next to no Biggie, no J. Next to Taylor Swift and the Iggy Ho. You about to really blow Kelly, they'll be putting your name next to Chai, next to Benzino. Die, motherfucker, like the last motherfucker saying alien vein, alien brain. Satanist. My biggest flops are your greatest hits. The game's mine again, and ain't nothing changed but the lock. So before I slay this bitch, I'm gonna give Jade a kiss. Gotta wake up Labor Day to this. Being rich shamed by some prick using my name for clickbait in a state of bliss. Cause I said his goddamn name, now I gotta cock back aim. Yeah, bitch, pop champagne to this. It's your moment. This is it. As big as you're gonna get, so enjoy it. Had to give you a career to destroy it. Lethal injection, go to sleep six feet deep. Give you a beat for the effort, but if I was three foot eleven, you'd look up to me, and for the record, you would suck a dick to fucking be me for a second. Lick a ball sack to get on my channel, give your life to be a solidified. This motherfucking shit is like Rambo when he's out of bullets, so what good is a fucking machine gun when it's out of ammo? Had enough of this tatted up mumble rapper, how the fucking him and I battle? He'll have to fuck him in my flannel. I'll give him my sandals, cause he knows long as I'm shady, he's gonna have to live in my shadow. Woo! Exhausting, letting off on my offspring, like a gun barrel, bitch get off me. You dance around it like a sombrero, we can all see you fucking salty, cause young Gerald's balls deep inside a Halsey. Your red sweater, your black leather, you dress better, I rap better, that a death threater, a love letter. Little white toothpick thinks it's over a pick, I just don't like you prick, thanks for dissing me. Now I had an excuse on the mic to write, not a light, but really I don't care who's on the right, but you're losing the fight you pick. Who else wanted Kells, attempt fails, button L's, fucking nails, in these coffins as soft as Nail kill shot, I will not fail. I'm with the doc still, but this idiot's boss pops pills and tells him he's got skills. But Kells, the day you put out a hit, the day Diddy admits that he put the hit out, they got pop kill. Ah, I'm sick of you being whack and still using that motherfucking auto tune. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I'm sick of your mumble rap mouth. Need to get the cock about it before we can even talk about it. Talk about it. I'm sick of your blonde hair and earrings. It's cause you look in the mirror and think that you're Marshall Mathers. Marshall Mathers. Don't mean you are and you're not about it. So just leave my dick in your mouth and keep my daughter out of you. Fucking. Oh shit, guess who's back, motherfuckers? Eminem and your boy Moody motherfucking Hank back for the very first time. I'm sorry that I left y'all without a dope podcast to step to, but I am back and in rare motherfucking form. Is that how you say it? Rare form? Because that would be like a knock against myself. I'm always in this form. I'm always dope. So rare form, is that the... No, not in rare form, in, in prime, everyday, whiskey sick podcast form. The fuck am I talking about? I'm over here, I'm, my, my fucking mind is still blown from this kill shot shit. I told y'all not to fuck with him. I told you MGK would be the only one dumb enough to know that, to not know that he should fuck with Eminem. 
He put out some trash-ass basura, uh, 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 weak-ass, uh, A for effort, um, um, participation trophy to you, MGK. Um, but you get these nuts all up in your motherfucking face because that shit was trash that you put against Eminem. And then Eminem goes off and puts out Kill Shot, which is just every fucking thing this dude, MGK, um, racked his brain to think about. Uh, called Eminem rich. Called Eminem the greatest of all time. Um, just said he's mad and he yells in the mic. Um, sucked Eminem's dick half, half the diss track and, and, and then called him old and angry in, in the second half of the diss track. So um, that was his effort. Um, I told y'all he would be the only one stupid enough uh, to even try that shit, and he did. And uh, uh, I appreciate him for that because without that, I wouldn't have got this dope-ass kill shot shit, which on a on hundred different levels... I ain't gonna lie to you. I was on YouTube. I was watching these reaction videos. I'm, 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 I turned, I, I, I fucking turned for the worst, y'all. I got, I gotta, I gotta fucking admit, um, I'm watching motherfucking reaction videos now. Uh, I never thought I would support some shit like that. People reacting to things and people watching them react to things. I went down the rabbit hole and I, I got stuck in there like fucking Alice and Alice in Wonderland or some shit. I, I can't find my way to fuck out. I can't stop watching these fucking reaction videos now. Um, it's finally taking the place of my ASMR. Uh, it's weird. Um, I had I even moved. I took ASMR to a new level. Started jerking off to ASMR porn, and now I, I you know, and I, I don't even do that anymore. I don't even have time to jerk off to ASMR porn anymore because I'm I'm fucking watching reaction videos and 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 uh, you know, so I'm watching these reaction videos, and I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about now. But uh, people were were digging this M shit. And they were pointing out, that's the point I was trying to get to, they were pointing out a whole bunch of shit that I didn't even fucking know. I guess Killshot was a movie who starred a guy named Colson who happens to be MGK's name, and he flipped every fucking thing Eminem, uh, anything MGK said, he completely flipped on himself. It was like old 2003 Eminem, like ripping up the Source magazine type shit. Uh, shitting on Jermaine Dupri, uh, if y'all remember that shit. Cannabis disses, uh, fucking... Uh, the Benzinos, the Fred Durst discs, the, the, the fucking Whitey Ford discs. Y'all don't know shit about the Whitey Ford discs. When we fucking used hit him up and shit. Kill Whitey. I mean, he was, he was fucking uh, Eminem rare for him. I mean, he, and he's back. And it took, you know, I, I think I owe um, MGK a debt of gratitude because um, I, I fucking, I got, I write him an IOU because if he hadn't have put out that bullshit whack-ass track and probably wouldn't have even, he wouldn't even written this shit. We wouldn't have this uh, dope-ass uh, version of Eminem out here, a lot of people hating on Eminem. It, look, if you think that shit was whack, you just, you're whack. If you think that shit's whack, uh, you, you, you probably believe the earth is flat, you probably believe the, the government brought down the Twin Towers, you probably believe in all that phony baloney shit. Um... I don't, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. There's nothing about that that's whack. If any of y'all think that MGK uh, uh, fucking, his song was better, I don't know what the fuck y'all, y'all youngsters, you little, you little dumb fucks you, you little, you little fucking wet behind the ear ass motherfuckers you. Uh, a diss track isn't a fucking song, homies. Uh, the background, uh, the, the beat is just a background beat. You ever watched 8 Mile and they just put the little track on in the background and then, then M goes off and shit? That's all this is. This isn't a song. There was no hook. There was no bridge from Eminem. It was just bars for four fucking minutes. You know, this, this homie out here, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Doing his little, his little fucking stupid ass little verses. Uh, trying to make a catchy little song out of everybody saying the beat was better. So MGK won. You dumbasses. Well, fuck up out of here. Get the entire, get the entire fuck up out of here. With that bullshit. Nothing about MGK's diss was fucking dope. And then now, you got all sorts of motherfuckers. You got, you got a, a fucking half-retarded, uh, I apologize for my language, a half-retarded fucking uh, uh, Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne is, has become the autistic version of Bizarre from D12. That, that, that's what Lil Wayne has turned into. His rhymes, he put out an MGK diss, and a diss uh, riding off of M's uh, coattails. And he sounded like an autistic bazaar from D12. Uh, uh, Simpleton-ass fucking cat-in-the-hat rhymes. And I'm not, I'm not insinuating in any way that Bazaar's whack because I, I like... Bazaar, the thing about Bazaar that was so dope is that he was dope whack. He was so whack he was dope. But he said, like, funny-ass shit. And, and now uh, Lil Wayne just inherited the, the, the whack part of, of, of Bazaar. And he just sounds, like, stupid. Like, he's, he's drank so much syrup. Uh, how the fuck... 
how the fuck is is Cole, uh, is I was gonna say Cole Miller, who's a who's a fucking UFC fighter, Mac Miller. How the fuck is Mac Miller dead as a motherfucker, but our man Little Wayne over here is somehow beating the odds and still crawling around. Motherfucker looks like a burnt fucking ant or some shit. He 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 looks fucked up in the game. He looks like one of those things out of the uh, ant, uh, Men in Black movie. You remember those little aliens and shit? With the, the that look like real roaches, like tall skinny roaches. That's what fucking this fool looks like now. He he's he's all fucked up uh, from drink. He's drank so much fucking scissor that not only is he retarded, his like his like skin cells and shit have gotten retarded. They they've like stopped working and shit, and like his face is all saggy and he's like discolored and shit. Uh, he, he he it's sad, but I I'm gonna predict it here first. He's he's probably the next rapper to to uh, kick the bucket, uh, homeboy sounded like, uh, he sounded real wheezy for sure on, on that shit, he was wheezing, uh, having a fucking heart attack um, on his little MGK disc, but you know, and, and then this motherfucker uh, uh, told everybody he was putting out an album, uh, Little Wayne did, uh, he was dropping an album in the morning and shit, and then he never did it, he like fucking got high and forgot that he told everybody he was gonna put out an album, they're like, where's your album, he's like, what fucking album? I haven't rapped in like 10 fucking years. The fuck you talking about album? You know? And, he, and he's tweeting some shit and he's just fucking standing everybody up. Um, but if his album was going to be anything like that MGK disc, uh, do us a favor and, and just fucking die. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Lil Wayne, uh, you know I love you. Um, Fuck else we got going on? Uh, you got we got this. Uh, you got MGK. Back to this this, this shit. I know it's it's on some soap opera shit. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Uh, we're, we're gossip. This is the gossip hour uh, on the Whiskey Sick podcast. This is the TMZ hour right here. MGK was on the Breakfast Club with that uh, uh, moron extraordinaire. A uh, homeboy gets up mad early, heads over to Starbucks, get his espresso uh, moron shots. Charlemagne the God over there. Uh, just just fucking. Uh, on on fucking national radio, uh, blowing Machine Gun Kelly like like juggling his motherfucking nuts, uh, all lathered up, uh, just egging this motherfucker MGK on. This dude MGK sounds like a, a fucking white little Wayne on, on on motherfucking radio. He's he's over here um, uh, talking about Eminem stutters. I stutter, motherfucker. Everybody stutters. I don't give a fuck. I stuttered like a hundred times already in this goddamn podcast. This dude's calling Eminem out for stuttering, and then all he does for like a half hour on the radio is stutter. And then he, he, you know, he's just like, uh, 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 I, I, I uh, uh, talk shit about his girl, uh, his daughter. You know, I called her hot or whatever, and, and, I, and I apologize, but not publicly. And, and, and then everybody in the fucking, even Charlemagne, t- you know, promptly uh, took MGK's dick uh, up out his throat and, and slowly pulled it out his fucking mouth. Looked like a sword swallower on the fucking stri- at, at a carnival and shit. Pulls MGK's uh, shooter all the way up out his mouth and says, uh, she was 16, homie. And, 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 he, and he says, I don't have to apologize publicly. Uh, um, you're hollering at 16-year-olds, homeboy, uh, which was Eminem's daughter at the time. Uh, it's in public, on Twitter, and even your, your, your cocksucking extraordinaire, Charlemagne the God, had to, had to pump the brakes and, and try to check you a little bit on that shit. Uh, but you didn't falter, MGK. You stood, next, you stood up to, uh, to what you believe in and, and hollering at 16-year-olds on your, your R. Kelly shit, uh, like Eminem said, you little R. Kelly-ass motherfucker. You know who the fuck you are, Kelly. Woo! That was from that track, so, Fall. Um, but um, he just looked like an asshole, and, and, and so does Charlemagne the God. I, what's, this, what's to say about Charlemagne the God that hasn't been said already? I mean, you talk about the most diabolical, uh, um, genius uh, fucking Albert Einstein of fucking dry hate. It's, it's Charlemagne the fucking God. I mean, there's nobody that hates on this level. This, he's the Jordan of hate. Uh, he's the... The Eminem of hate, I guess you could say. He, he's just the fucking greatest of all time when it just comes to hating on people he just doesn't like and he can be absolutely, can't be objective at all. I mean, it, it's sad. This dude, this dude comes in here, this dude MGK comes on with like a, a fucking Walmart brand looking uh, sheepskin uh, fucking jacket on uh, with little, the, the, the little cotton ball fake fur uh, collar and shit turned up uh, with, with no shirt on underneath and unzipped and shit. And this dude, uh, Charlemagne's over here uh, fucking complimenting him on his look and shit. Uh, the fuck is wrong with you? 
you're fucking out of your mind. This homeboy came in here with his swap meet clothing and no shirt on underneath because he got that shit. He got stripped. He got his ass stripped naked by Eminem on that fucking kill shot. So now the motherfucker don't even got a goddamn shirt to wear while he's doing fucking interviews on motherfucking... Uh, uh, the Breakfast Club. So we're going to start a Kickstarter uh, and, and send uh, MGK, all of our, um, the Whiskey Sick podcast, all 10 of y'all uh, listening to this shit. Send all your used clothing uh, um, to MGK. We're going to, we'll set up a, a, a way to deliver it. Um, homeboy got stripped naked. Um, he, he ain't got no clothing to wear. So we got to, we, we got to trap, uh, troop up. And, and, and instead of giving your shit to the Salvation Army, we're going to give it to Salvation fucking MGK. We're going to give him some clothes, uh, literally give him the shirt off our back because the motherfucker is wild out here and he looks goddamn stupid. Uh, Little Wayne, put out that bullshit-ass album so I can have something to talk about next week. Uh, we, we can do a whole fucking deep-ass. We'll do our own fucking review, our reaction. We'll do our own reaction video. I know you motherfuckers listening to this shit. I know all 10 of y'all. I know who you are. I know you be watching that shit too. I'm going to do like wank off reaction videos. I'm going to do porn reaction videos and shit. Uh, you know, just show you my, my, my jerk off face uh, while I watch different scenes of porn. And, and that's my reaction to the videos and shit. I'm taking this shit next level, homies. Yeah, I see any of y'all on there fucking recording your jerk off face, watching porn, uh, calling it porn reaction videos. I'm coming after y'all. I'm suing. I'm, I'm patent, that patent pending right now on, on this shit. Um, so don't be fucking beating me to the punch, you assholes. Uh, fuck else we got going on. Uh, a lot of NFL shit. A lot of NFL shit. Mm-hmm. You know what time it is. Whiskey Sick Podcast. You know I'll be si- sipping on my whiskey at, at fucking 10 a.m. On a, on a Monday morning. That's just how the fuck I do. Um, what do we got? We got NFL. So I'm going to do this shit today. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm burying the Dallas Cowboys. I did it last year. Yeah, I gave him the 21 gun salute. I gave him the taps, uh, a fucking horn playing. I, I, I fucking buried him. Uh, only to exhume the bodies two weeks later when they got a win. Only to bury him again. Uh, I think I buried him in the preseason. I exhumed him at the beginning of the season, week one, and I'm burying him again now. But for good. We're doing the non-power rankings today on the, on, on the Whiskey Sick podcast. Uh, we're doing the non-fucking power rankings uh, the Cowboys aren't quite at the bottom, but they're, they're trying. They're trying. With that shit they pulled off yesterday, um, these, these motherfuckers, um, their offensive line ain't shit no more. Uh, they got this kid, uh, Connor Williams, in the draft. Uh, I'd rather have Connor fucking McGregor blocking than this motherfucker because uh, we got the wrong Connor in the draft. Um, this dude uh, gets his ass kicked on every single fucking play. Uh, Dak can't stay on his motherfucking feet. Doesn't have time to throw to his zero receivers. Um, there's literally our number one receiver is uh, Alan Hearns. Y'all, who the fuck is that? That's what I'm saying. Alan motherfucking Hearns is our number one receiver. So we got nobody to throw to. Uh, we got uh, our, our first round draft pick was uh, that dude Yorhan Vandersloot. The fucking the uh, uh, Aruba was it Aruba? Some shit like that. He he murdered some chicken Aruba and shit. And then we drafted him in the first round of the NFL draft last week. Uh, Clayton Vanderesh or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't fucking know. Uh, I'd rather have Vandersloot. I'd rather have your hand, Vandersloot. If I'm going to get a Vander, I'd rather get Sloot than Etch. And I end up with this Etch guy, this Vander Etch fool. Homeboy's whack as fuck, whacker than Jalen Smith is. I th- I- I've been singing Jalen Smith's pr- uh, uh, praises. I thought he was going to be a steal when we took him in the second round of the draft a year before, and he couldn't play for us for a whole year in the 2016 draft. Sorry, the, the Zeke-, uh, Zeke and Dak uh, draft. He ain't shit. Defense overall, I don't know how, but they play pretty well. Um, offense is trash. We probably got the worst. The Browns are better than the Dallas Cowboys now, and that's for really real. On all sides of the football, especially defense. But even on offense, this dude, Baker Mayfield, goddamn better than Dak right now. Ain't that some shit. I know he only played a half of football, but he already threw more yards and more touchdown passes in one half of football than Dak has in three fucking games. We're fucking done, y'all. It's fucking over. And then you got this motherfucker. Uh, the, the, the Browns last week lost the game because they missed four fucking kicks. They finally got a dub this week on Thursday Night Football. But, and then, my young ho. Yes, my young ho, Koo. 
has the motherfucking nerve. I follow him on I follow him on Instagram. This motherfucker hasn't posted anything uh, since he got his ass kicked out of the motherfucking league. I've been begging motherfuckers to give him uh, quarterback positions. Um, I, I tried to put him on the women's soccer team or on the U.S. men's soccer team, who's actually pretending to be a women's soccer team. They identify as a women's soccer team. If you listen to Whiskey Sick podcast, you know about all, that old shit. So I tried to get this dude on on a, on, on a uh, tranny women's soccer team. Homie didn't want to go on go that route, and now he's over here on, on fucking Instagram uh, trolling kickers in the NFL because the Packers kicker missed, missed a, a, a fucking field goal that lost him the game. Uh, the, the Vikings kicker shanked one in the overtime. Uh, the, oh, yeah, both those player, uh, kickers missed, uh, missed in overtime, and then the, the Packers and the Vikings ended up tying. And, 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 and then this dude, my young ho Koo, who single-handedly lost the, the San Diego Chargers Four games, their first four games last year, is on fucking Instagram posting pictures of uh, of the Packers kicker kicking a bowling ball, the uh, Browns kicker kicking a, a deflated ball, and the Vikings kicker kicking a fucking cinder block. Motherfucker, what you kicking? You kicking these motherfucking nuts all about your motherfucking face, my young hoku. I've been over here trying to get you jobs being your pseudo agent over here, trying to help a homie out, cause you made a, a, a complete and utter ass out of you. You were a kicker who couldn't kick. It's like a sneaker who can't sneak. You're on some bullshit over here. I, I tried to make a, a bad situation. I tried to make light out of a bad situation, and it couldn't happen. And now you're over here trolling motherfuckers like you over here doing some shit. I see you in your backyard. I saw you. Uh, your last post was you with that little uh, Fisher Price uh, um, field goal set. My first field goal set. And you were in your backyard kicking motherfucking field goals and shit, feeling good about yourself. Now you're out here trolling real NFL kickers because they missed a couple kicks. Homie, go watch your motherfucking only four games in NFL last year. And you playing indoor soccer or some shit right now, homeboy. Don't forget that shit. I need a, I need a fucking uh, uh, actual um, account update, my young Hoku. I, I need your profession updated. I need to get your LinkedIn profile. I want to see what your, your current position and title is right now. I, I need to know that shit. Get your LinkedIn up on there. Let's network. Let's network each other. Uh, and I got to see what the fuck you're doing if you're over here hating on motherfuckers that are actually still in the NFL. You had your four-game shot and you sucked ass, motherfucker. Out here talking shit. And I like you, my young ho, Koo. I like you. You're my young ho. You've been my young ho. Nobody else wanted you. I made you my young ho. It's the only reason anybody knows who the fuck you are. Because of me. Moody Hank. Also known as Seth Gecko. Whiskey Sick Podcast Extraordinaire over here, motherfucker. Fucking started feeling yourself and shit. I don't know what the fuck this guy was doing. Homie had a goddamn Applebee's fucking bar watching the fucking game and shit. Started feeling himself after a couple fucking Modelos or some shit fuck's wrong with this guy um oh yeah on the same level of fuckery last week we had this dude uh what was his name Vontae davis motherfucking quit at halftime on the bills this motherfucker walked out at halftime said fuck it i'm out fuck you fuck you you're cool fuck you i'm out he said i'm done skis i once had a homie who quit fucking a bomb little Betty back in the day, mid-fuck, because he got tired. And when I heard about this Vontae Davis shit, I thought the exact same thing. This dude, this dude pulled uh, uh, so-and-so. Uh, I can't say the name because I, I still know the motherfucker. And, and uh, back in the day, this homie uh, had a bad little Betty. Uh, all, all the homies were jealous of him. Uh, uh, and, and he got to smashing. And then one day this bomb little Betty came over and told her little Betty friends. And her little Betty friends relayed the message that our homie uh, fell asleep mid-beat. Like, he just, he was stroking, stroking, sleeping, sleeping, snoring, sleeping. While still all up in there, you know. And I thought, that's Vontae Davis. He, he's the type of dude to quit fucking mid-stroke. To fall asleep mid-stroke. This dude's quitting at halftime. He, he, he can't... Finish what he motherfucking started. He can't keep the hard on going long enough. So he's quitting in the middle of a fucking football game. Shame on you, motherfucker. Just tell yourself, just tell your motherfucking, your fucking coach you don't want to go back in the game. Fake a fucking injury. You, you, you know, fucking fake, fake a, a menstrual cycle or some shit. 
come out with some bloody tampons or some shit and 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 show the reporters, look, I'm 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 fucking I'm fucked up. I can't go back in. Don't just don't just quit. You know people are gonna shit on you and then say your your family was behind the decision. What the fuck were you doing at halftime when coach was giving his speech if you were out there texting your motherfucking family to get their fucking approval? Vontae Davis. You fucking quitting ass motherfucker. Uh, homie was like a pro bowler too one year, one or two years. He he was like a, a big time pick. I remember him back in the day. I didn't even know. It's been 10 years since he's been in the fucking league. Now he's over here quitting in the middle of the fucking game. But without further ado, let's do this shit right now. We're going to do the, the Moody Hank non-power rankings. Then I'll give you the power rankings. We're going to do the, the, the bottom five motherfucking teams in the NFL, the wackest motherfucking teams in the NFL. Now, as whack as the Dallas Cowboys have been, and I was for sure when I thought of this, I was like, I'm going to do the non-power rankings. The Cowboys are going to be like bottom three, but I'm looking at some of these other teams, and, and I guess they're not. I guess they're not. We beat the Giants, so the Giants have to be ahead of us, right? Even though they got to win, but we beat them. Arizona Cardinals are, are fucking trash. I, I think they're going to take the, the non-power ranking number one position. The number one position in the non-power ranking is the Arizona fucking Cardinals. Then, just to troll the motherfuckers, I'm going to put the fucking Steelers there. Because now Le'Veon Bell's about to get his bitch ass traded because he, he, he's a, a bitch ass young, my young ho, Koo. Uh, turning into one, doesn't want to play, wants more money, think he's going to go somewhere where they're going to pay him more. No, Nobody going to pay you more, homeboy. Um, so we're putting the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it feels good to put the Pittsburgh Steelers at the number two non-power ranking. Number three, number three, I'm going to put the fucking Giants because you're still fucking whack. Uh, Eli's whack. You got a couple pieces, but you're still fucking whack. Then number four, coming in at number four non-power rankings, I'm going to put the fucking Raiders. They, they, they don't got a fucking dub. And you know what now? Number five, bringing up the rear, the non-power rankings. They squeeze in there. At the very end, the Dallas fucking Cowboys are, take the number five non-power ranking spot uh, in the NFL. The whack-ass motherfucking Dallas Cowboys uh, come in at number five on the non-power rankings. You fucking garbage. They fucking embarrass me. Uh, they gave that fucking game away. Zeke's over here fumbling. Zeke runs out of fucking bounds on a 31-yard touchdown. Uh, wide open. A homie runs out of bounds before, before he catches the ball. Nullifies a fucking touchdown that would have tied it 7-7. Changed the whole, whole game. Then we're getting back in it. We're about to get within a fucking touchdown. And the motherfucker fumbles after, uh, at the end of a 21-yard run. My man had the worst, uh, 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 best game ever. I mean, he had 130 yards rushing and still had two turnovers that cost us a motherfucking game. Uh, so I, I don't know. You, 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 they, they, they definitely earned the number five fucking spot uh, in the non-power rankings. The power rankings, the best team in the NFL, the fucking Chiefs, number one. They're coming in number one. I mean, uh, th- this dude Mahomes came out of no- motherfucking nowhere. Now you know why the Chiefs moved up 17 spots to pick this motherfucking guy. Because they, ev- they, knew, they knew something nobody else did, I guess, apparently. Um, after that, I'm putting the Rams. This, these are easy, too. You can go back and forth on these two. The fucking Rams are dope. Uh, be, just beat the Chargers' ass, who I said was going to be a surprise team. And just like the Chargers do every year, they get off to a slow start. But they'll be back. Trust me on that. Ah, they're missing Bosa uh, and a couple of their defensive starters. Um, they'll be back. They got the ass ran out by a fucking dope-ass offense yesterday, though. Um, after that... <clears throat> God damn, you look at this shit. You got the Miami Dolphins are 3-0. Tampa Bay is 2-0. Could be 3-0 after tonight. Um, fucking Jacksonville's pretty fucking whack. That offense is still fucking trash. Philly is highly fucking overrated. Um, shit. I'm still going to put... I'm going to put Minnesota. I'm going to put Minnesota 3. I know they're 1-1-1, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to put them there. Kirk Cousins can play. Uh, he's going to get them some fucking a bunch of wins and then lose in the fucking playoffs. So they're going to be, they're gonna be number 3. Uh, Green Bay's in a lot of trouble with Aaron Rodgers playing like dog shit, but I'm going to put them number 4 because I just trust them more. And then, fuck it, we'll put... We'll, we'll, we'll put Miami? Now nah, we'll put Philly. They're still the fucking champs. We'll put Philly. They're there 2-1. and one. So number 5 power ranking. We'll give number 5. We'll give that to Philly. So there you go. Um, tonight we got a fucking game. Um, I don't remember who. Tampa Bay is playing somebody. I think it's actually a good fucking game. So uh, we'll be watching that shit. Um, 
Let's get into some fucking fight talk. How about that shit? Let me, let me save this shit. Let me save this. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, 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 okay. I'm back. Never got a chance to talk about Triple G versus Canelo. Uh, Triple G um, gets fucked again on a decision. We all knew that was going to happen. He, he beats Canelo's ass and still loses the fight. Um, uh, Oscar De La Hoya uh, um, at it again. Uh, this corrupt-ass motherfucker out here turning tricks, ensuring his man Canelo was going to win this motherfucking fight, just tricking all goddamn night, uh, um, paying off debts, paying off loans to these motherfucking judges. Canelo uh, looked good. I'll give him this. Canelo looked good early in the rounds, uh, early in the first five rounds. He, he looked like the better boxer. And I actually picked Canelo to win this motherfucking fight. I said he'd win it because I thought in the first fight, he looked like the dude. When he put the punches together, when he actually led the dance, he looked like the better boxer. Triple G looked slow. Triple G looked slow as fuck early in this fight until like the seventh round, sixth, seventh round where he finally woke up and started... He almost finished Triple uh, Canelo twice. Triple G almost finished Canelo twice in that fight. That's the only thing you remember. Um, you know, uh, Triple G got dotted up. He ate some punches early, uh, got cut, and then he cut Canelo. It was a great fight. I'm not. I don't want to take anything away from it, but and it was a close fight. But Triple G won that fight, and, and it's kind of like it needs to go. Boxing has problems with with its. It they have a better system at least that that's actually. Um, it, it it works at times, especially when it's just throwing punches. The, the fact that, you know, uh, the UFC, MMA uses a, a boxing a scoring system, which boxing only consists of throwing punches, that doesn't ever make any sense. I, I think boxing in general would be, uh, fighting in general rather, combat sports in general would be better if they just did it like Pride used to do. They just judged the fight as a whole, as a fight. Who won the fight? Not in sections, not who won this little time period and this time period, but who won the fight. At the end of the day, who won the fucking fight? And who won the fight if you just looked at it as a whole? No rounds. Um, Maybe they just took little breaks here and there. Uh, Then you would have to say Triple G won that fucking fight. He was the only dude that was close uh, that ever hurt either one of the fighters. The only person that was hurt was Canelo. Canelo never hurt Triple G. Uh, Landed some big punches, landed some big combinations, but never hurt him. And then you have this dumb fuck, uh, Max, Max uh, Kellerman. I've gotten on, it, on his ass a lot, and I don't like to do it because I like Max. Uh, but the whole fight, he's saying Canelo is winning the story of the fight. What the fuck does that mean? Canelo is winning the story of the fight. Who's winning the actual fight? Max Kellerman, not, not who's writing little fucking uh, lullabies and shit, uh, you know, in between rounds or something. What the fuck you mean he's winning the story of the fight? The fact that he didn't get his ass knocked out in the first five rounds, that he, he automatically gets to win the whole fight? Like, you're, you're handing out participation trophies in the middle of the fucking fight saying he's winning the story of the fight. The fuck does that even mean, homie? And, and, then, and then at the end of the fight, he's over here asking these stupid-ass motherfucking questions with this look on his face. This motherfucker looks like Whiskey taking a shit. His resting face, Max Kellerman's resting face, looks like Whiskey's face when he takes a shit. He's like, he, he has the most, like, uh, um, um, mind-blowing question he's about to ask. He's like fucking Confucius in 2018. He's got, he's got like this fucking whole theory of, uh, of relativity on his mind as he's asking these questions and he looks like he's taking dump. He looks like fucking whiskey. He looks like Gucci whiskey taking a motherfucking shit when he's doing these interviews at the end of the motherfucking fight and he's talking about uh, uh, Canelo won the story of the fight. The fuck is the story of the fight, Max Kellerman? And then nobody called you out on that on your own show the next day, the fucking story of the fight. Who won the fucking fight, my man? I can't get my ass kicked. I can't go out here on World Star Hip Hop, pick a fight, get my ass kicked, and then everybody applaud me for winning the story of the fight because at least I showed up to the fight. The feel-good story was Canelo showing up to the fight. The fuck up out of here, Max Kellerman. You're worse than the motherfucking judges. But... Fucking Canelo got this win. I don't know if I want to see it, see these motherfuckers fight again. Uh, a third fucking time. I, I don't know. The second one was... Both fights were good, but the second one was excellent. It was an excellent fight. So maybe maybe I would like to see that. I think Triple G's kind of closer to the end of his career than than, than people think. I, I, he's probably got like one or two more fights in him, really. Um, he looked very vulnerable in, this fight, in the last two fights, and he still beat Canelo. He looked vulnerable as fuck, and he still beat Canelo's ass. Fucking Oscar, you fucking Oscar, this motherfucker. Y'all see, there's some. Uh, this made me think of 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 my man Oscar. 
Um, surprisingly, he, he hasn't released his, his own personal line of men's bras. I saw this the other day. Walmart sells men's bras. They have bras for men. And I'm not talking like fat dudes with, with, with bitch tits. I'm talking about just regular dudes. Like, Google this shit with me real time while you're listening to this shit. I'm going to Google this shit right now. Men's bras. Bras for men. Let's type in. You type in bras for men. I type in bras for men in Google. Here we go. What pops up? A bunch of buff-ass dudes wearing fucking uh, bras. And, and, and you can't see their heads. It's funny. Ooh, they got the matching. See, I didn't even know this. See, we're, we're learning. But they got matching panties for men as well. Matching panties and, and bras. This is, this is some sh- Oscar De La Hoya shit. There should be lines. This dude should be releasing his own lingerie, uh, fall lingerie uh, line right now at Fredericks of Hollywood. There'd be motherfuckers like this who are modeling this. I wouldn't even. Who, how do you get somebody to model this for a Google picture? For any picture, like, if you notice, they cut all the heads off. Hopefully, it's the same dude that's just trying all these skimpy-ass little... He's got one that only just covers the nipples and shit. But, I mean, if Oscar dropped this shit, there'd be, like, people camping outside of fucking Fredericks of Hollywood. These dudes just like this would be camping. They'd have, like, little tents and shit set up, waiting in line the night before uh, for the midnight release of Oscar's De La Hoya fall line at Fredericks of Hollywood. His fucking matching panties. You can get the Halloween-themed colors and shit. Like... Look at this dude. This dude's got the fucking garter belts and shit. This is all made for men. Like, these are buff dudes, too. These aren't dudes with, like, little, like, with real actual titties that could probably use a bra. I'm sure there's dudes that use bras, uh, um, their, their, their wives' bras that have, like, titties just as big as their wives and shit. But this is just for, like, this is for pretty. This is, this is for, like, the towels that your wife puts out that you can't use. This is for looks. This is to actually look good and shit. This motherfucker got, got some skimpy-ass shit. Looks like a, it's just covering his nipples. He got the assless chaps. This is, this is Oscar De La Hoya shit. Um, but fucking Oscar, you, you, you asshole you. You, you. you were talking a couple years. You were talking last year around this time how uh, a couple year, a couple months before, but before the Mayweather-McGregor fight, you were talking about how this was bad for boxing, this and that, and it was going to ruin boxing. You're out here ruining boxing, homie. you out here turning tricks before major fights, uh, uh, sucking on dicks, uh, ensuring victories, uh, sullying uh, uh, classic fights out here, and, and, and you're what's bad for boxing. And, and you were like a Hall of Famer. You were like, you were dope until you weren't, um, until the Mexican people turned on you and shit. And now you're out here fucking sucking dick, fucking uh, lady of the fucking night in your little high heels and matching lipstick and shit. Uh, and you're ruining these motherfucking fights. No, Oscar De La Hoya, you are bad for fucking boxing. We need to get this motherfucker out of here. Uh, he can't help himself. Um, and you know what? Maybe I'll bribe, buy one of these bras uh, uh, um, just to see. Um, like I said earlier with the hip hop, you, you know, I, I like to listen to this shit before I, I fucking hate on it. Maybe I'll try on one of these bras, see what the comfort level's like. Um, take a walk uh, a mile in, in Oscar De La Hoya's shoes. Uh, and, and then I'm going to come roast your ass again on the next fucking episode, you asshole, you. Fuck else we got going on here. Fight night. Uh, we, got, we got, oh, yeah, the biggest fucking fight uh, in, a, in a long goddamn time. UFC 229 coming right the fuck up, y'all. Let's go. What, what do we got here? We got uh, the main event. You already know what the fuck that is. Conor McGregor versus uh, uh, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Uh, they did the uh, press conference the other day. Um, my man Conor is on some shit. He's like he's like the drunk uncle that shows up at the barbecue and shit at, on Labor Day. Uh, my man just he's got his own whiskey. Who's sponsoring the fight? They're gonna have his his whiskey brand on the canvas during the main event and shit. So like he signed a new fight, uh, you know, six fight deal, and like his whiskey is gonna be like being promoted at these fights, so he's making all sorts of ducat. He's probably making more money off of that. I'll buy your motherfucking whiskey, but you see what it does to this dude. This dude, this whiskey's got to be some shit, because this dude comes in uh, like he thought it was the Mayweather fucking press conference all over again. This dude's on fucking fire, and I don't mean in a good way. It sounds like he's, like, forcing it and shit, and he just sounds sloppy, drunk and shit. Uh, he's, I don't know, man. He, he's, he's threatening to fight, you know, Khabib right then and there. I don't know that he wants that. I'm over here trying to trying to pick this fight, and um, I think when you look at this fight, I think uh, Joe Rogan said it best. Somebody's getting their ass kicked. This is going to be a blowout one way or the other. No, in no way is this going to be a close fight. Either Khabib Nurmagomedov is going to take Conor McGregor down and beat his motherfucking ass for the better part of five rounds before he finishes him because Conor gets gassed. 
Or Conor McGregor's going to go out there and put hands on this dude and finish him early and catch him with some shit and hurt him and rock him like he's never been hurt before because Conor's that good standing up. But can Conor actually stay on his feet long enough? Because if I'm Khabib, I'm coming out and I'm, shoot, I'm, I'm shooting. I'm closing the distance and, and I'm getting him up against the cage and I'm taking him right down. I'm, I'm spearing him like Goldberg back in the WWF days. I'm doing what, what uh, uh, Brock Lesnar, uh, you know, does in, in fights, just runs people across the fucking ring and, and, like, basically just tackles them into the cage. That's what I'm doing if, if, I'm, if I'm Khabib. And I'm not quite sure that he's not going to do that. I'm, I'm almost positive that's exactly what he's going to do. Because when he was fighting um, in, in the last fight against Al Quinta, he was getting hands put on him at times. And if he came like that, and he looked good at times, but he was taking a lot of unnecessary shots. He likes to uh, try to use the, the Philly shell, and he's not good at it. You ain't Mayweather at all. So that scares me. But So my official pick, I've been going back and forth on this. If, if one is going to beat the other's ass, who is more likely to do it? It's more likely to be Khabib because once he gets you down to the ground, that's it. And then when you saw Conor McGregor fight Chad Mendes, Chad Mendes takes him down and dominates him, beats his ass on the ground. It's just the problem was during the small t- uh, times where the stand-up was, Con- uh, uh, Mendez was still landing big shots on Connor in that fight. They just weren't doing anything to Connor, uh, And Connor was able to wear him down with, uh, with, with body kicks and shit. Uh, and in that second round, Chad Mendez was on top dropping big bombs. And what did Connor McGregor do? He was, he was happy to stay in guard. He never opened his guard once. He just ate elbows and begged... Uh, Herb Dean to let him stand up and Herb Dean in the middle of the fight go back and look he said he's doing work this dude's dropping elbows on you you can't be begging to get up while this dude's doing work he got lucky that Chad Mendes made a tactical mistake went for the guillotine and allowed Conor McGregor to scramble and get to his feet and he started eating the body kicks and he was already gassed at that point and the rest is history if Chad Mendes 145 pound Chad Mendes, who could probably even cut to 135, could do that to Conor McGregor. What is a guy like Khabib going to do to him? He's not going to get up. He's not going to be able to stay on his feet. He's going to gas. You've seen him gas. This is a bad matchup for Conor McGregor. The more I try to talk myself into picking Conor, because that's what I do, picked him against Floyd Mayweather, for God's sakes. The more I got to talk myself out of it, I'm picking Khabib Nurmagomedov to win this by TKO, probably round four, early round four. I'm, I'm going with Khabib. I, I, I don't know. I don't like the mentality. Um, I don't know if Connor's hanging out with Oscar De La Hoya now and they're, they, they're out, you know, fucking having a night out on the town and shit and hussing each other or some shit, but it, it, it's gotten weird. They're both fucking weird. Um, and Connor's out here with his fucking whiskey. Uh, got Oscar out here with his lingerie. It's a fucking, you know, it's a deadly combination. Um, and, and he just sounded wild as fuck. I mean, he's just yelling, uh, talking, talking shit about the bus incident and shit. I, I, I don't know, man. He's just, he's lost his mind. Um, Connor was dope in the press conferences and shit when he wasn't having to try so hard. Now he's trying to like force it. Like everybody's expecting him to say this funny ass shit. So he's like writing like stand-up routines or some shit, like writing like dialogues and, 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 and fucking scripts and shit before he does these things. I, I don't, I don't like it. Um, he sounded stupid. Um, and, and Khabib, <clears throat> I don't know, man, maybe it gets to Khabib, because Khabib, during the face-off, I don't know, man, he, maybe he's so mad that he, you know, he's, he's, uh, he just looks, Tim, I don't know, man, he kind of looked a little scared, but he's bigger than Connor too, and I didn't expect that, he's, he's taller than Connor. He, he's just bigger, you know, he has a hard time cutting to 155, so, I mean, everything is in favor of, 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 um, Khabib, because I think when it comes to a classic wrestler versus striker, the wrestler always has the advantage because they can dictate where the fight goes. And then sometimes you end up with a fat where uh, very rarely, though, with a good striker, do you end up with a with a, a situation where the wrestler can't get the guy down? That's when it turns ugly. When when a when a, a Damian Maya fights a real good striker who has good takedown defense and can't get him down, he's fucked. It's, it's game over. Tyron Woodley, you know, he, he's not going to get him down. Um, and so then he gets boxed up. It's, it's the same kind of thing, but I don't think uh, Khabib has had trouble taking anybody down. Iaquinta was able to get up time and time again, so hopefully Conor McGregor studying that uh, and, and looking for ways to stand up and, and re-engage from the, in the stand-up. But it, it, it's a bad look for Conor all around right now. I think, is this next week already? It's two weeks from now? Um, shit, I don't know who's going to be favored in this. I would almost say Khabib has to be favored in this. Um, 
But you know people like to bet on Connor, so he'll probably take that shit. So if Khabib's an underdog, you motherfuckers better be putting some money down on that shit. Um, and then you got Tony Ferguson versus Anthony Pettis, and this this is a it's an interesting fight. Um, you know Pettis is looking better. He's looking better. He he wants you to believe he's still the same old dude. He's not. He's not the same ninja walking, wall walking ass motherfucker that he used to be. And Tony Ferguson, uh, on top of being weird, um, blew his knees out because he was wearing uh, sunglasses indoors. Um, and he tripped over a fucking wire and blew his fucking knee out. So who knows how he's going to come back. He came out, came back pretty quick. I got to say that. Um, he's really unorthodox, really, uh, really strange cadences in his striking, really strange combinations. He likes to kind of break dance in the middle of the ring and kind of lures people to sleep kind of like a fucking, uh, I, I don't know, like a, like a cobra snake or some shit. I, he's, he's weird. He's, he's just hard to pick these fights, and he hasn't lost in so long. Um, and Anthony Pettis, just when it comes to big fights, he's always choking. So I'm going to have to take... I'm going to take a, I wish this was five rounds. This is 100% be a five-round fight. Three rounds is just not long enough for this fight. But I'm going to take, I'm going to take Tony Ferguson. I think he just has too many ways. Um, Anthony Pettis has horrible takedown defense, but he has a really good guard. He subs people from his back. He just did that to, uh, uh, to Michael Chiesa, who's a very good jiu-jitsu player, especially on top. And, and Tony Ferguson, he's a fucking very good uh, jiu-jitsu player. And, and he's going to, he's going to be, his ground game is far better than Anthony Pettis's. I don't think he has anything to worry about getting him. I think Tony Ferguson gets this to the ground and, and, and just, you know, rides rides Anthony Anthony Pettis out. I don't think it's going to be that great of a fight, actually. It, on paper, it looks good. But now that I'm talking through it, I think this is going to be uh, t- uh, Tony Ferguson is going to try to take him to the ground. He's just going to pretty much dominate top position and just, you know, win, win a decision that way. Uh, maybe win two, to round, two rounds to one, three rounds to zero, uh, kind of in a, a weird fight. Uh, so I'll, I'll take Ferguson on that. Ovin St. Peru uh, uh, versus uh, Dominic Reyes. This dude, Dominic Reyes, is pretty bad. I'm going to take him. Because you, you don't know what you're going to get with Ovin St. Peru, too. This dude's got 11 losses. Derek Luzes versus uh, Alexander Volkov. Um, I'll take Alexander Volkov all goddamn day, all goddamn night. Uh, still love you, Derek Lewis. You're you bad motherfucker. Uh, Michelle Watterson versus Felice Herrick. Uh, uh, Michelle Watterson is just too small. Felice is too big. She looks like... Uh, no, no offense. No offense, you know, taken. Usually when you have to preface something by saying no offense, you shouldn't say what you're about to say. But I'm going to say anyways, chick looks like a late, like a dude. Uh, she, she's built like a dude. She looks like a dude. Um, and, and she's going to manhandle Michelle Watterson, poor little Michelle Watterson, uh, as, as such. Sean O'Malley fighting Jose Quinones. Sean O'Malley is a fun motherfucker to, 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 to fucking watch fight, to smoke with. Uh, I can only imagine. Uh, I'm picking Sean O'Malley. I don't give a fuck. Good ass motherfucking fighter, uh, Sergio Pettis. Both Pettis brothers never. Go- okay, so there you go. You got both Pettis brothers on the same card. They're zero and three, I think. Each of them when they when they fight on the same card or some shit like that. Somebody, one of the two gets their ass kicked when they're both on the same card, and they said they wouldn't do that shit anymore because they one of the two gets their ass kicked when they're both on the card. So here they're both on the card. So one of them's getting their ass kicked, um, and I'll, I'll, I'll say. Anthony Pettis is going to get his ass kicked because Lucier Formiga, uh, he's a good fighter. He's been around for a while. He's getting up there in fight years. Um, uh, you never know what you're going to get with him, but uh, Sergio Pettis has been you, looking good lately, much improved. Not really a contender, but a, a, a top-tier fighter in that weight class, 125. Um, not quite good enough to challenge the Henry Cejudos. Or, or, you know, if Sergio Pettis wins this fight, this would be a good, uh, good fight for um, my man... Um, DJ Ariema, uh, um, uh, DJ, my man DJ Ariema, the uh, Gino Ariema of MMA, Mr. DJ Johnson. This would be a good comeback fight for him because it's from the sound of it, it sounds like they're going to do Henry Cejudo versus uh, um, TJ Dillashaw at, uh, for at one of the weight classes for, for a belt. Um, so if that does go through, they're trying to make you know the bigger fights, then a good comeback fight for DJ to get back on track or whatever you want to fucking call it would be a guy like Sergio Pettis if he wins on 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 Saturday. That would be a good little fight. Um, that way you can give you can see what Sergio Pettis does he have what it takes to get to the upper level and challenge for uh, a title without having to put him in a title fight. You know, risking having to put waste a title fight or uh, putting him in there just to get his ass smoked. You know what I mean? And uh, that's pretty much it, man. There's, there's, there's uh, some women's fighters. I don't mean to no, – no disrespect, ladies. I'm sure you're going to – Gray Maynard versus Nick Lentz? God damn. I didn't know Gray Maynard was still fighting. I'll take Nick Lentz on that shit. Uh, yeah, that, that's about it. Look, UFC 229, this shit is on and popping. That shit's going to be dope as hell. Um, 
it, it can go either way. Like I said, it, it's a toss-up fight. But if I have to pick one of the fighters, being, to di- being able to dictate where the fight is, what the pace is, it's going to be Khabib. It's going to be Khabib because Connor's going to waste a lot of energy trying to stay on his feet. Maybe he shakes off a couple takedowns. I can tell you if he can early on shake off some takedowns and keep it standing for at least two minutes of that first round, he'll have enough time to, to do some damage that could really – he's got to finish. Connor's got to finish Khabib early. He's got to finish him like early first – in the first round or early second round. That's it. And, and if he doesn't, it's going to be a long night for him. And I'm going with Khabib. Motherfuck it. I'm going with Khabib. All right. Before I get the uh, fuck up out of here, and I'm going to be back on track, y'all, just so y'all know. Uh, I ain't going to go this two-week hiatus shit anymore. Uh, uh, we had the baby shower um, uh, last week. I, we had all sorts of shit. You know, I just, I just got too motherfucking busy on my days off. Um... Your, your boy Moody Hank ain't a broke-ass, unemployed bastard no more who can just do the show whenever the fuck he wants to no more. So now I actually got to go to work and shit. Um, and I'm having a baby. Uh, as I told y'all, I'm, I'm the uh, LeVar Ball. Uh, uh, I'm going to be the LeVar Ball of MMA with my, with my little son and shit. Uh, he, he's already, you know, throwing up triangles in the womb and, and, and whatnot. He's really, he's really putting it down. And, and he, we call him Champ 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 because uh, he's a future three-division uh, three champion. And... Um, you know, someday, you know, if fighting doesn't work out for him, he's going to inherit the uh, 10 listener WSP uh, empire that I've created. Um, so he could he could take this and, and run with it or, or hopefully he's going to be the champ, champ, champ. And, and um, but anyways, what, what I was saying is, you know, hopefully, I, you know, I'm going to do this again on uh, next Monday um, and I'm going to get back to my regular scheduled uh, week shit. So uh, don't think that uh, I'm, not, I'm not coming back. Um, but before I get the fuck up out of here, there's a couple gentlemen um, that made the news this week. I'm sure y'all saw them on, on, on social media, you know, um, these two gentlemen. I, I, I kind of just, you know, uh, uh, I was thinking, you know, these, these are some uh, low-down, dirty, shifty-ass, hoodlum-ass motherfuckers. But now that I think about it, they, they're kind of G's. They're kind of like, uh, uh, they deserve a salute. If you can pull off what these dudes did, then you, you, all you can do is just salute them. You know, I, I wish they used their talents for better. I guess I could say that. Um, they could probably do something positive um, with their talents. But uh, here we go. Uh, if y'all haven't seen this um, headline right here, Arizona man fakes having Down syndrome. Which we've heard before. Like, if I stop there, we've heard this before. One of the early podcasts that me and uh, Whiskey did, I forget the gentleman's name, but he was faking being retarded on the on, on, on the side of the freeway or some shit with his hat out uh, collecting money from people. Um, something Johnson. Daryl Johnson or something? Dwayne Johnson? No, it's a rock. Um, I don't know. Somebody. Some Johnson. Some Willie Johnson. I don't know. But homie was out there, you know, holding up signs and shit, and he was making bucks. Homie was making like $100,000 a year or some shit like that. Now you got this dude. This dude ain't doing it for the money. He's in it for the honey, y'all. He does it for the honey, not for the money. This motherfucker, Arizona man, fakes having Down syndrome. Why? Why, you ask? Ask me, Gecko. Why is this motherfucker faking being retarded? And I have to tell you because he he hired some women to give him free baths and to change his diapers. He's a grown-ass man. He did this so he could get diaper changes, y'all. That's real shit. To pamper him, literally, to pamper him, to pamper this motherfucker in pampers. Listen to this. An Arizona man was accused of pretending to have Down syndrome and hired caregivers to bathe him and change his diapers. This motherfucker, uh, talk about not breaking character. This dude's in there wearing diapers. How did he pull this shit off? Well, I have an answer for you. Paul Anthony Menchaca, 31, 31 years old of Gilbert, Arizona, was arrested on fraud and sexual abuse charges. The Gilbert Police Department said Menchaca posed as a woman named Amy on a caregiver drop website, carelinks.com. That's carelinks as in C-A-R-E, like we care, links.com. If y'all are, you know, fool me once, (laughs) shame on me, fool me twice. If you can pull it off now. Uh, and they're looking for you, looking for these scams, then, then, then go ahead, hit up carelinks.com, saying she needed assistance with her adult son. 
three caregivers, all women, were hired to care for Menchaca. Three. It took three to take care of this mother. This dude acted so retarded <laughs> that it took three caregivers. He couldn't just have like a mild autism or mild retardation. This dude probably put the helmet on and, and, and shit in the diapers and gave it the full fucking effect. Three caregivers uh, were hired for Menchaca at various points over the summer. Okay, not all at once. Okay, so it wasn't, you know, like a, like a, like a um, NASCAR uh, tire-changing uh, type situation in the pits, uh, you know, where three girls, you know, it took three girls, one to lift the balls, one to, one to dab the fucking baby powder and, and, and all that. There was just three m- women, you know, uh, sharing the responsibilities from day to day. Uh, with the first woman saying she bathed and assisted him 30 times. You went there 30 times and still couldn't figure out that this dude wasn't fucking retarded? Jesus, who's, who's, who's the retard in this situation? If you can't tell that this dude is faking being retarded, what the fuck are you? Sorry I've said retarded so many times this, this episode. I know you're not allowed to say that shit anymore. Uh, you're not allowed to actually say a word uh, that actually means something. Like uh, Retarded means like this phone is retarded because it doesn't work properly. You know what I mean? That's what retarded means. Um... I don't gotta justify justify myself. Anyways, all three women said Machaka became aroused. Of course he did during the baths. Police said the caregiver said Amy texted them. Amy in quotation marks text, te- uh, texted the caregivers, telling them to punish Menchaca if he soiled his diapers. To punish him like some dominatrix shit if he soiled his diapers. So of course, guess what happened? He soiled his motherfucking diapers, y'all. Uh, the first caregiver became suspicious finally, and followed Menchaca home earlier this month and met his parents. She discovered Menchaca did not have Down syndrome and did not require diaper changes, a probable cause statement said. The man's parents told investigators Menchaca does not have Down syndrome. In a, vid- view, in a video of an initial court appearance, Menchaca said he has special needs and a low IQ level. So you're trying to say he's retarded, but not really retarded. He's not legally retarded. He's just fucking retarded. Mom and dad both have paperwork to prove that and stated to talk. Look, he's not fucking, he, he ain't no fucking uh, uh, a moron if he's able to fucking pull this off. He's able to fool three women about being retarded so he can get diaper changes. He ain't stupid uh, about getting me, uh, stated, uh, to, he's stated to appear in court on the, on the 17th. I don't know what they're going to get him on. But uh, my man Menchaca, um, fucking, what's your name? Paul, Paul Menchaca, if you look at him. It looks like uh, whiskey gained about 45 pounds. Um, that's what this dude looks like. So if you, y'all know who whiskey is, uh, used, used to be on the podcast all the time. Uh, looks like uh, he got fat. Looks like whiskey got fat. Um, that, that's what this Arizona man makes, uh, looks like. So I, I don't know where to dap this motherfucker. Because um, bravo, man. If you, if you can do that, if you can pull that off just to get your, your fucking booty uh, um, powdered up. Yeah, good for you, man. Um, of course, you're gonna pop a little boner. This is not say, you know, he he was beating off in front of him. He wasn't doing the wine, uh, the uh, uh, what's that? What's that fucking uh, comedian's name? The, the Harvey Weinstein was one of them. But then there was another one uh, who I don't think is funny, who was also beaten off in front of people in the office and shit. At least he wasn't doing that, you know. Uh, he, he wasn't pleasuring himself in front of him. He's just popping a rod. Let, let let the man be. Number two, this dude. This dude is on some shit. I like this. I like where this guy's going with this. Uh, um, homie uh, was probably uh, on Tinder, probably getting his Tinder hustle on uh, to full effect, but he had no ride. You can't, you can't pick up your Tinder Betty on the fucking bus. can't put him on the pegs of your fucking uh, Huffy 10-speed. Um, you can't ride him on the handlebars or anything like that. Um, so what do you do? You talk one chick into coming to pick you up, and, and, and you jack her car. And take it on the real date that you actually wanted to go on. Memphis man steals date's car, goes on another date. Police in Memphis say a man stole his date's car and drove it to a date with another woman. My God. Well, I mean, how did he think this was going to end? You know, when you're you're, you're fucking uh, in the McDonald's dining room uh, and police show up, you, you probably know the gig is up, huh? Um, police say a woman reported her car, car stolen after Kelton Griffin went to her house to take her on a date. Uh, stopped at a gas station and asked the woman uh, to get him some cigars. Said, go get them. You know, he bought out the bud. He said, go, go, you got to go get those fucking uh, swishers. Making her, making him, making this lady drive him 
to the motherfucking, uh, pick him up for the date, drive him to the gas station, and then he says, go get me some cigars. And the lady does all of the above. And then what happens? He drives off with her fucking cars. While she was gone, he drove off with her Volvo. Later, in the same Saturday evening, another woman contacted the victim and told her that Griffin had taken her on a date. The woman led police to a drive-in movie theater where they found the Volvo. Griffin was in the driver's seat, and police arrested him and charged him with theft of property. How do you like them apples? My man. My man was hustling so hard, he probably got himself a a, a low-grade Betty. Probably uh, targeted... uh, Hunted this young lady down was you got to aim low if you're gonna plan uh you you know to jack some lady's car you 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 get a three or a four and then you set up the real Betty date uh for an hour later with like the the seven or the eight you know Betty level Betty you jack this lady's car uh probably got her purse and all that shit probably took her you know to to, to fucking Chili's and, and and bought her some appetizers and shit before the drive-in theater with her own mother, with, with somebody else's fucking money and 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 and, and did her up so. Props to both of these dudes. Uh, uh, in the end, I, I was gonna come on here and, and flame broil them and, and, and you know shame them uh, for their actions, but you know they, they didn't harm nobody. He he didn't fuck up the lady's ride. She got it right back. He just needed to borrow. He can even say that I didn't steal it. I borrowed it for for an hour or two. I thought she knew um, I was gonna come back and pick her up. He can say I was planning to come back and, and pick her up at the liquor store or wherever um, because I had the bud and we were gonna roll some blunts and shit. So. Um, Props to you two, young motherfuckers. Um, what else do I got? You know, that, that, that's it. Fuck it, man. Fuck it. You know, we're going to keep this shit. I'm going I'm to I'm do my damnedest. I'm going to be back next Monday. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 61. Uh, go bump that kamikaze. If you haven't bumped that kamikaze and you've fucking been living uh, in a fucking fallout shelter or some shit, get your, pop your head out. Everything's okay. You heard those bombs being dropped by Eminem. Yes, everything is okay. The dust has settled. Uh, um, we're all moving on. Kill shot. He came out with another headshot and a motherfucker, you know, and the bomb started going and people ducked in. Everything's fine, y'all. MGK is gone. He's probably the next rapper. Uh, um, it's it, it's a um, it's either gonna be Lil Wayne or MGK, the next the, ne- the next one to to Mac Miller themselves. Um, and shout out to Mac Miller. I know you can't hear the shout out. I know it's kind of weird giving a dead person a shout out because they can't fucking hear you. But shout out to him. I know I, know I made some Mac Miller little jokes and shit. It, it ain't cool that he 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 had a problem, got fucked up. Um, uh, if if you listen to his music, man, he he sounded. He sounded like this dude uh, uh, pretended to be, like this this uh, fucking um, Muchaka dude, uh, Anthony uh, Muchaka, uh, was pretending to be, is what um, Mac Miller's music sounded like. He sounded like the dude had some Down syndrome uh, of his own, and he was all right. His production was all right. Um, his rhymes were, you know, whatever. He made some cool cool little songs. I, I, I won't hate completely, but, you know, uh, you, got, you got to stay away from them pills, y'all. You got to quit fucking around. You got to quit fucking around with that shit. Uh, um, or you're going to end up like like fucking worse. Worse than ending up like Mac Miller. Worse than that is ending up like fucking Lil Wayne. Go go Google a picture of that motherfucker. See, listen to him talk. Go listen to that new song he put out with, with fucking uh, dissing MGK. Go listen to that shit. That's worse than being where Mac Miller is right now. So, uh, um, that's all I got to say about that. Fuck it. Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode 61. All up in your motherfucking ass. I'll be back next week. Seth Gecko, a.k.a. Moody motherfucking Hank. And I'm out, motherfuckers. So I gotta walk, got the chalk, got the draw Outlines for these ladies I'm about to slay Got my cake bomb with some napalm Shots your days gone, then the game's on What you play, huh? Hard to get, I'll be wet for all that dry hate Looking my way, while your eyes say You and I may get off like a right lane But I might strain, pull up lane with a migraine I'm a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch, a bench for the acid offense with a ladder, get up on it. Hello, miss, like, what's your name? Such a shame, you don't drink, who's to blame? Cause I'm fine, like I'm Cosby in the lobby of an AA meeting on a payday. We can make it rain, even on a sunny day. What you say, you and I could run away. Meet up when you drop that molly. Off, love that chick of Molotov while she's on the side, hating faded lane on the pavement, wasting all of my patience. Come on, you gotta go. Go ahead, put your bad self. You gotta get up. I'm back, but I ask now. Come on and get up. All the bands my hands out. You gotta get up. Step, gotta make.
Whatever, homie, thanks, it's futile time to utilize your backseat. Take a that creep. This shit's a Prius. What you mean it needs some gas, please? Plug it in, I'm warming up. This shit's a track me. Got no time to sit and wait. Once a dime is ticks and eight. Under lights, six and fading fast. Bitches breaking bad, got me changing hands. Matches and I'm pacing back and forth like I'm afraid to catch. Feelings, but these left hands got me dropping hints and making moves can't withstand. The ass is like no if ands. Off the bench, a six man. Ball so hard, I just can't. Seem to go to distance. Need to get my wits down. But now I gotta get up. To that ratchet bitch a bench for that ass to sit a fence with a ladder get up on it I said a wrench to that ratchet bitch a bench for that ass to sit a fence with a ladder get up on it Netflix and chillers kill the lights I'm feeling you you're feeling right Appealing to a drill we might I'm willing to you will tonight why don't you take that step up on me? I know you're lonely. In retrospect, I think you owe me. I bet the only hold up is you think you know me. You think I'm solely in it just to hit it so we should get this going. Enough of all the games and all the talking, all the waiting. You can walk against the skating. Are you lost? It's not amazing. It's not often I'm this brazen. Took it off, there's no more faking. But I never got your name. And she looked up, she said it's Caitlin. Lego my motherfucking ego, you bitch!